Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Legends Only. My name is T. Kyle. And I'm Bradley. And this is your weekly pop culture podcast where we talk about Legends Only. What a week it has been. <laughs> what a week. Slay! Headlines, listening parties. Bops. Bops. <laughs> Rexars. Bad bitches. X-rated beats. <laughs> Topless in Rita Ora's house. <laughs> we have so much to discuss this we week, girls. We really do. You know, sometimes I think there have been a lot of jokes about us manifesting things on this mm-hmm. podcast, and now it's starting to get a little too real. Yeah. <laughs> the toes are in the fire. The legs are in the fire. They sure are. So before we had a face-to-face with our next legend, she encountered something in her face. <laughs> At the Kids' Choice Awards. Which are really shaping up to outsell uh, the Grammys at this point. You think? I think so. They're more fun. They are more star-studded and more relevant. (laughs) (laughs) All right, cats. (laughs) They gave, like, the Lifetime Achievement Award to, like, Zordon or something the other day. Or, like, Power Rangers? Like, not Zordon. It was, like, the Transformer. I'm not even kidding. (laughs) Literally. Optimus Prime was given the Lifetime Achievement Award at the Kids' Choice Awards. For doing what? He has done more for our community than many. (laughs) Pete Davidson introduced him, calling him a giant in the industry. (laughs) He accepted the award with a pre-recorded statement as the Microsoft Theater did not have doors big enough to accommodate him. He said, let this award seal the bond between humans, Maximals, and Autobots. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't heard of her work. I have heard of Readabots. 
I have not heard of Autobots. I, it, as I said, uh, this is an award show that is second only to the to the lows. I think mm-hmm. in terms of relevance and entertainment. I think we need to tune in next year because, <laughs> based on what we've seen and heard, there are some gems here. Well, our queen BB <laughs> yes. did perform, and she got slimed. She got slimed all over the sandwich. <laughs> 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 She was literally like, I'm good. And it was just, (laughs) I'm feeling good. All over the sandwich. (laughs) Now I have to say they spared her here. They did. Like we have to remember that they have, they've gone brutal before. Yeah. They almost killed Katy Perry. Twice. Yeah. Yeah. they've, (laughs) They've tried to come for her. If you have not seen the video of Katy Perry being slimed at the Kids' Choice Awards, you have to see it because she deserves better. She, she certainly got it to the face in yeah, that one. She did. She sure did. <laughs> oh, Catherine. That and the cake jump were the just... The cake jump. Oh. <laughs> the splat all over the stage. Like solid wood. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that is arguably even better, in my opinion. I think the cake jump is worse than the slime. Yes. Although, okay, we have to clarify. Actually, it was the MTV Awards. Yeah, this the cake one was a different <laughs> award show, but they all blend at this point. They they do. It was actually at the... The year was 2008, and she was at the MTV Latin American Awards, and then she performed I Kissed a Girl, and there was a giant cake, <laughs> and things took a turn when she decided to... Dive onto the cake. Never gets old. <laughs> I don't. Did she make a noise when it happened? Like <laughs> it I just, don't. It just. It's like <laughs> she like falls all over the guitarist. It's just so messy. Oh, Catherine. Yeah. Well, BB got it. Got it good. Blue. Green. It was kind of a sleigh the way that it was like. <laughs> yeah. It framed. Was, it was. It was definitely better than than Katie's mishap. She I'm was good. There. Slimed. Hmm. We will be discussing more BB Rexa later because we did meet her. Well, I met her. You met her again. Yes. We but had we'll a reunion. Get into that yes. A little later on. But before we move away from the Kids' Choice Awards, we would be remiss not to mention a certain other performer, <laughs> entertainer, <laughs> entertainer hitting the stage, Miss Charlie D'Amelio. Doing the, this is so many layers of you need to be chronically online. Doing a high energy version of the TikTok dance of the Bloody Mary edit of. (laughs) It really is like. Of the Jenna Ortega dance from Wednesday. There. (laughs) Everyone's just like, what? (laughs) And I'm sorry. I'm sorry to everyone. This same feelings as Addison Rae obsessed live. She ate. She ate. She ate. She really ate. The flipping, the hair whips. You texted this to me and I was like, wait a minute. Wait. We're going to have to stand next week, aren't we? In defense and of Diamelio. Like, yeah. I was like, she ate that. She did. She did. And, you know, we're on month six of this song still being a thing. It's now, I believe I read a tweet that it's in her top 15 biggest hits, Lady Gaga. Gaga's. An accidental hit because of a fan edit of a Netflix show. The impact. It's so insane. But you know what? It is a good song. It's just so surprising. I can't even... 
fathom it. And then Jenna Ortega had to begrudgingly do a skit based on the dance as well for SNL, which she's hosting over the weekend, which was actually really funny. It sort of had the same vibe as Beyonce uh, when she did the single ladies parody with Justin. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because there were three guys dressed as Wednesday and they were like, oh, you you don't want to do the dance? (laughs) She's like, no. And then she like begrudgingly (laughs) does it with them in the background. (laughs) Wow. But. Oh, TikTok, we love you. We do. For now. Yeah. Until you get outlawed. (laughs) No. (laughs) I can't. More on TikTok later. Yeah, more on TikTok later. Speaking of eating. (laughs) Nicole Scherzinger. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Fresh out of Australia. Right. Now back to the States for Masked Singer. Mm -hmm. Performed Holding Out for a Hero. On the mass singer, dressed as a cat, kind of <laughs> Catwoman. It yeah. was like Heroes Night, like it was themed or something. Oh. Maybe I might be making that up. I thought it was. I could completely be making that up. But yeah, she was dressed as a Catwoman, sort of. It was really giving Poison music video vibes. Yeah, it was giving Pussycat dolls. It was. <laughs> like- it was giving Pussycat dolls. <laughs> I'm a Pussycat. Duh. Duh. <laughs> And she's been making the rounds this week viral with her vocals. She did that rock rendition of My Heart Will Go On. Oh, yeah. That was uh, a rendition. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That was an arrangement. To be fair, that was an arrangement that wasn't, you know, that's the the concept of that is you get a song and then a genre that you have to do. Yeah. You have to perform it in that genre. Do you understand what I'm saying? Do you understand what I'm singing? But then, yes, she did Holding Out for a Hero. Well, we're holding out for a Pussycat Dolls album. Yeah, we're holding out for a reunion. Some of us are holding out for the tickets that we haven't got our money back. No. Oh, is that true? I don't. My friend said that he'd never got his money back for like a G.A.Y. Heaven performance from the Pussycat Dolls (laughs) in 2020, (laughs) which is probably true. Yeah, we're holding out for something. Yeah. Not holding out for that song that she teased. No. Sorry. You mean Pretty by Pretty on iTunes? (laughs) Because this is now the second song she's teased publicly that may or may not see the light of day. Do you remember that? Do you remember Pretty? Vaguely. On the X Factor USA. She was like, hashtag buy Pretty on iTunes and it like didn't show up. (laughs) It never came out. And then, yeah, now we have Freedom Down Under. Her lightly, very um, thinly veiled dig at Robin Anton. (laughs) But you know, people people want that. Some people. I guess. People are into lots of things. They are. <laughs> In other news, speaking of villains of pop. <laughs> what would you say? Half up, half down almost in a way? <laughs> I'm holding out more hope that the sequel to this movie is coming out than I am for Freedom to come out on iTunes, to be Same. honest. Well, we mentioned this last week, but Burlesque is now out on Netflix again. I am aware. I've heard that it was already internationally on some streamers, um, more or less available. But True lovers of music mm-hmm. own it. True. Yes. Yes. You've got the, the DVD, the Blu-ray, what have you. Mm-hmm. But it is available for a wide consumption. I saw also that it was like charting. Yeah. She's making noise and she's talking about it it's rising up like a building we might need to buy some air rights for it (laughs) on netflix (laughs) on the charts well in any case 
she's promoting. She is. She wanted to know what is your favorite alley moment. Yes. What is yours? It's so hard to say. I would have to say the mother-daughter exchange between her and Cher as she's mm-hmm. learning to apply the makeup. But there's so many, really. I want to be up there. I want to do yeah. that. <laughs> is one of my favorites. It's very you. And also when she's walking, dancing with the headphones. <gasps> oh, gets... the montage moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. God, there's so many moments, though. And she also performed Lipped to I Am a Good Girl. She did. She just posted it like right before, right we, before sat we sat down. Serving mm-hmm. on an Instagram reel. Our Zeman queen. <laughs> Zeman, Zeman quoted queen. Chanteuse. <laughs> yeah. Well, in other related news, <laughs> I just wanted to add because it's funny. So the new Fortnite update came out. And there is a spot on the map called the Lotus Lookout. Oh. <laughs> and I'm like... Have oh. you visited? <laughs> no, not yet. Okay, it's a little I ahead have to, of its I time. I have to fly down. Yeah. And check it out. I'm very excited for you to take a look. Yeah. There's really... There's no point to me sharing this. Just, it's funny. Like, anytime Lotus... You need to assemble an army of me and <laughs> head down to the Lotus Lookout. Wait, there was something called Lotus after we met BB that was, like, across the street. Yeah, we were at the Lotus Spa was oh, across yes. the street. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there were signs from the universe that night. She's always looking out. She is. Look for the signs. Right. Follow Lotus. Follow the signs and the voice within. <laughs> Speaking of drag queens. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> you fucking asshole. Oh my God. Okay, so some reality TV chat. Yeah. Now you've fallen off the housewives. Long time journey. ago. However, yeah. I do have to cover it constantly. So it's not that I'm not in the know. Gotcha. Did you have to cover Jersey this week? No, because obviously I've been inundated with the Scandaval. Oh, right. Vanderpump mm-hmm. Rules. Constant updates about that. Everyone speaking out. Yeah. Bravely going to the Casa de Ariana and speaking out on her behalf. I know. It's all like podcasts. And I, there's go so, to my Patreon. Sheena. my statement. Stassi. Yeah. Jax. Punched in the face, punched, allegedly. Constant. This is another level. And it's also... I think just kind of uncharacteristically crazy because they were rampantly cheating on that entire show. Yeah. It's like all about cheating. Mm -hmm. But this was the one that really imploded. Yeah. I got a rundown the other day because I brace yourselves, everyone. Uh I have to confess. Uh Uh-oh. I have never watched Vanderpump Rules. What? I know. I know. Not never? Sit down. I don't want to hear it. Wait, you didn't even watch the crossover? No. Okay, okay well, I watched that, that. that. But that was legendary. I will have to say, like, as far as production and reality TV. Mm-hmm. That was oh, ahead of time. Seamlessly walking right into the restaurant. Yeah, that was brilliant. That was brilliant. And but like, I only we watched, watched that live in 2013 yeah. or something. And so I only watched that because, like, it was yeah. so seamless. And I was right. like, wait a minute. What was that? Yeah. Yeah, but no, I never, I never... I kept up for a season or two. But, I mean, it's... I have enough base knowledge of the characters to know what's gone on since. And everyone is truly taking their opportunity to insta-story this and podcast this to death. Oh, yeah. And everyone seems to be at her home. Yeah. It seems like <laughs> literally everyone. Yeah. We're cleaning up for her and cooking for her and just taking care of her in a time of need. And Tom trying to drop by. It's really a lot. It's a lot. I mean, the people who I've talked to that are Vanderpump stands say that this is like a scandal beyond scandal. Yes. Like this is a monumental. Oh, I, I saw the the drop everything alerts that everyone is 
freaking out for sure. I guess I don't, I wouldn't say I'm not like happy for them because I feel like you don't want that to happen in general, but I am, I guess, excited for the fans of Vanderpump who have something new to talk about. I guess. I guess. I mean, it went wide. Like Sarah Michelle Gellar posted a meme referencing the Scandaval. Really? Yes. It's like, oh my God, time and place. (laughs) (laughs) You did it at the Sir parking lot. And you did it at the Sir parking for seven months. (laughs) In front, of matching necklaces. <laughs> in front of my Cobb salad <laughs> or what is it they have there that they got what oh. was the one they got dragged for i forget that's so long ago the there was salad like, there was that one post or like someone did a they went to sir oh they, they exposed to, like a yeah, shitty salad uh, this is sounding familiar wasn't it just like a full head of lettuce or something yeah it wasn't sir it was the other one okay. What's, vi- um, villa blanca oh, vi- okay. yeah oh the day is Something like I've allegedly, I don't know. too much. I feel like I realize that I know too much, mm-hmm. even without watching. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, Jersey is really good this season. I had no idea it was in full swing. Oh, did, it is. When did it get started? Five weeks ago. Oh, shit. I think it's episode five. So okay. you know, five weeks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I did a post. I did a tweet, and I said, "Am I alone in thinking that Jennifer Aiden is a top tier housewife or?" And the overwhelming response is that I'm correct. Okay. But it did open up Bravo Discourse. Oh. And I was like, oh, I don't miss this. No. Yeah, it's so good. I love Margaret and I love Jennifer. And then they just went at it this week. Mm-hmm. So Margaret's like, you fucking asshole. <laughs> That's why you have no friends, Jennifer, you fucking asshole, you fucking bitch. And they just like were ripping at each other. How much of the original cast survived? Like, is Danielle there? No. Or, or, okay. There's a new Danielle. Uh, She's from Staten Islands. Who's mm, that? I'm obsessed with her. The newbies are so good. What's her name? Danielle. It's a, it's a new Danielle. <laughs> yeah. It's not It's not Danielle Staub. Okay. And there's new girl Rachel. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like this new girl Rachel, I guess, was talking about how she had a nose job. Uh-huh. And Jennifer Aiden like goes up to her and was like, "Oh, I heard you had a terrible nose job. Like I did too." And they were like, "You can't just say that to somebody." You can't just say that it's so unhinged. But yeah, I think they're they're just they're fighting to get even a, a crumb of attention now because oh, of yeah. everything. Margaret versus Jennifer is like the next feud. It's two icons, two titans. Mm-hmm. Just we'll have to tune in. You've had sloppy moments too. <laughs> like all the quotes are like, "You better shut the fuck up with that." It's all Jennifer Aiden. <laughs> and then she's like, they're literally screaming at each other at this picnic table. And she's just like, this fucking old lady sitting over there screaming at me in the corner. And it's, it's Margaret. <laughs> and she's like, you fucking asshole. Like, just like, the way that they call each other assholes and idiots mm-hmm. is just gold. Yeah. You fucking idiot. <laughs> fucking asshole. Anyway. So I am all caught up with Jersey. So come hop in the Discord and chat about it with me. <laughs> There's also RuPaul's Drag Race. There is Drag Race. It has reverted to its 90 minutes time slot just when we don't need it, especially uh, after this latest episode with the uh, roast or stand-up comedy, rather. Stand-up comedy. Sure. Did you watch? <laughs> I watched the highlights. Oh, so you didn't watch? No. Because <laughs> <laughs> there were none. I watched Bianca's pit stop. Yeah. I mean, the highlight came at the last moment, of course. Yeah. The, and then the I watched lip-sync. the lip sync. Yeah. That and is... there was a lot again this week to like get caught up on. Yeah. 
it wasn't it wasn't a car crash but it was just fine which is actually worse because as we know (laughs) (laughs) as we know take the laganja stand up or like pheromones like roast like let's get this roast to cook in (laughs) i you want it to be a complete dumpster fire or really funny but like if you're fine that's just not gonna go down in the hall of fame yeah so that's like a dreaded spot to be however we did get a delicious lip sync to doja's boss bitch slay i'm a bitch i'm a boss and uh yeah this will be up there anitra ate she really did i will say marcia held her own relatively And in a parallel universe where I guess we're speeding right through, it would have been a double save, but mm. she's show no mercy. RuPaul said, I want that BFA weaponizer out before the <laughs> rusical. Learn how to do your makeup. Learn how to put on makeup. <laughs> yeah. They're so That's mean a story to her. Line, by the way. I'm not saying that. That's like RuPaul. They're I so did. mad at her for just, I guess, resting on pretty. Oh. But it was fine. I This season... I don't think there's been ever another season since maybe six where the top three was quite so obvious from the jump. Mm. It's Anitra, Mistress, Sasha. And we're all just kind of waiting for that. It's kind of like, yeah. They need to flip it next season where the 90 minutes is when you have 16 people. Absolutely. And then go to 60 minutes when it's less. It's the natural progression. We need more time for more queens. Yeah. Yeah, we sped right through. I don't even remember half of them. It's fine. We had our real house flops of WeHo, so... Is that still going? It completed. I think that's why we have the 90 minutes now, is because it oh. ended. It was only six or eight episodes, so it it lived its life. Show of the year. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> yes. So, uh, season two incoming, I'm sure. Can you imagine? I can't imagine, actually. I mean... If you're going to do it, just do it like 90 minute drag race at the beginning, then switch to 60 minutes and then premiere it like mid season Mm. and have it after untucked. Yeah. That was almost the bigger crime is just sandwiching it in between drag race and drag race. Like you really pissed a lot of people off with that. If it happened after people wouldn't have been so mad. Yeah. Just don't cut into the middle of like the bar viewing party with an unrelated show. Honey. (laughs) Joey Zazig's drag race incoming. (laughs) Well, while we're on the runway, I think it's time, because there's a lot to talk about this week in this, our favorite segment Mm -hmm. that we have no credentials to be talking about (laughs) still every time, every week. I think it's time for a little... High fashion! (laughs) So editorial. Guys, this is awesome. This is a billboard. This is super high fashion. Oh my god, that's so high fashion. So high fashion. Let's talk about the F word. Dula Peep. Versace. Meta legend. Legend on legend, on legend on legend behavior, to be honest. This was quite the show. This was a show. This was a moment. This was quite the front row. Putting the... It's giving... It's giving share. They really put the F in front row this year. (laughs) Yes, we had the Cher Dua interaction where Dua adorably was just like fully a fan. Yeah. Hi, I'm Dua. Hey. (laughs) Who? (laughs) Who is it? I love hallucinate. (laughs) (laughs) If you put that bitch Madonna on it. Oh, God. (laughs) No, Uh. she did levitating. Never mind. Anyway. (laughs) 
yeah, so Cher met Dua, and also on the same... Oh, before we mention that, actually. Speaking of Cher, her man, her new man, Alexander Edwards, uh, music exec slash producer, is working with her at least on some music, and she has promised she's doing not one, but two albums with uh, the help of her man. He's sending her songs. Oh. Yeah. Cheek to cheek. Cheek. <laughs> share to share. <laughs> I don't think I don't think he'll be on the songs by any means, but he's like, you know, behind the booth oh. arranging the songs, sending her tracks, hot tracks. I anything's possible with share, you know, we had the, the peak and the repeak and peak again with believe and living proof. Like it's completely possible that Cher in her seventies could have another believe. Yeah. Woman's World. Woman's Do you World. That era, that comeback. Of course. I met Liz Rosenberg at the iconic. listening party for that. She is iconically one of the only people who have ever turned down a photo with me. <laughs> Cher? <laughs> no, Liz Rosenberg. Oh. Madonna's former publicist turned, like, she did the, she was at the Cher listening party and she was wearing cat ears as she is sometimes. Drag her in do. by her hair. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, can I get a photo? And she's like, nope. <laughs> no sweetie and you're going home sweetie basically i was a little young and dumb then i was intimidated but in any case share new music anything's possible i hope it's dance hope it's I electronic i definitely think it will be oh my god share going trance again oh i mean it's very possible as we'll discuss this week mm-hmm. and they weren't the only legends at this legends ball actually we also have a woman of the moment miss miley was there Fabulous outfit. Yep. Looked iconic with Cher. So was Elton. And so was Anne Hathaway. Lil Nas X. It was was gay rights. It was stacks. Yeah. You had Christine Quinn staring at Anne Hathaway and freaking out. Oh, (laughs) yeah. She was like doing red carpet interviews and freaked out. The red carpets have really come back. Yeah. They're robust now. (laughs) They are robust. Yes. It was quite a scene this event there were some other shows as well i guess there's just a lot of fashion happening lately i know it's called fashion week but why does it last a year fashion year more like (laughs) like, wait a minute (laughs) that's kind of how i feel about pride because i'm always like wait there's always a pride happening yeah like just now in sydney for instance like there's always a pride you know (laughs) infrastructure week (laughs) four years straight (laughs) There was also the Mew Mew show, not to be confused with... Oh my God, new line? <laughs> Tank tops? It is my fashion line. and You should do that, like Brooks Marks. I should. Just release a fashion line, but it's just tank tops. Yeah, I should. I like should an editorial campaign. Reclaim the name from them. Get into a legal battle. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ethel Kane was there. Actually, the whole look of this event was like something about Mary hair, where they had like purposely fucked up hair oh um it wasn't as intense as in there's something about mary but their hair was a bit ruffled but they were also chic gotcha it was was a look the ethel kane moment was funny they asked her backstage yet again uh if she's off her shift at panera bread and she like (laughs) because of her meme about working at panera bread She's tired also of this meme in the same way that like Pedro Pascal is tired of being called daddy. Like you could tell when the stars are like, yeah, we get it. You saw yeah, the meme. Like, we've, we've heard enough. We've heard enough. <laughs> There's also a campaign out for Mark Jacobs. <gasps> the girls. I thought this was a joke at first. I didn't same. think this was real. 
you know, we're doing a lot of homage to Y2K culture and fashion. And so they smartly tapped some of the hottest influencers and entertainers of that time. Mm -hmm. And singers of other people's music. Of other people's music. (laughs) Before AI, there was Ashanti. (laughs) (laughs) That's what the A stands for. That is. It's Ashanti. It's shortened for AI. (laughs) Just stitch her in. Whom I don't know. Oh, oh, if you get it, you get it. Yep. It's not that serious. It's not that serious, but it is that fashionable because she posed for this Marc Jacobs campaign, as did Paris Hilton, which is sort of like, I'm not downgrading, but like Paris everywhere, all the time. Everywhere. So it's like a given. She's just slithering everywhere. Smooth. But I think the most shocking appearance made me want a la la. Ashanti and Ashley Simpson are in this campaign. And she's brunette. She is brunette. Which was a shocker to me. I was like... I put, you know, I wrote that in my autobiography. I said, this is in different areas. Mm-hmm. This, this shit is in different areas. It, she looks great. She looks very much like her rocker origins. This is like the autobiography photo shoot. Yes. Elevated uh-huh. to high fashion. Yes. I, d- I could not believe that was real. I'm excited for her. hope that means more opportunities, maybe music. That's what I was thinking. I was like, this, you know, yeah. maybe means something. Y- you know, the girls are going pop punk lately. Why not? Inspired. I hope someone say <laughs> heavily inspired. But yeah, she looks fantastic. The whole campaign, Shanti as well. <laughs> I just love all the girls. Really do. What do we think of Paris Hilton's new saying? There's a new one? Yeah. Slipping? No. Oh. She's now trying to make that smooth happen. No. There was like a campaign that was like, we need to come up with something else. She said that? Yeah. That's smooth? So now it's like, that's smooth. And there's like neon signs and jackets. Smooth is like a very established word already, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, I've so never that- heard of it. i was like oh is there like maybe there's soda partnership involved in that oh like a smooth taste of whatever Mm, the flavor's so smooth the flavor's so smooth oh yeah there's probably something there must be there's a catch and if there isn't she probably made that to be like this will connect with some brand who wants to do a beverage partnership smooth smooth is fine It, it just feels like People She's a so. businesswoman. She mogul. certainly is. Absolutely. She's got a memoir out next week. Oh. I saw she's one of the guests on The View next week. Oh. So she's keeping it going. Documentary, book, another book. Is there an audiobook of it? Oh, probably. Hmm. I have to look that one up. Speaking of autobiography, Ashley to Paris. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's time to have my favorite part of every week. Are we. Educate the girls who are not on the platform. It's I find, true. I find that we do a service. We do. Many people are not partaking in this app that I didn't realize. Although, did you see that news report from somewhere? I don't know. I'm kind of making this up, but like not making it up. <laughs> I believe it. Where it was how um, they're saying that people, the average American, uh-huh. consumes 90 minutes of TikTok every single day. Oh, definitely. I don't know where that was from. Yeah. But it, it was on the internet somewhere. For sure. I would agree. And that's why they're saying like streaming is down because people are just spending time on 
Oh yeah. I think about it like as it's happening, I'm like, this is fucked. I am fucked. This is bad for the society. I love it though. Oh, same. I can't get enough. It's instant serotonin and then emotion and then you're crying and laughing. Mm -hmm. But then I'm finding someone who's like super cool and they're just painting. Yeah. Or they're just making a bop. And if you don't... Sewing. It's like, and you just keep scrolling until you get what you want. Yeah. I I know. I actually logged into YouTube last week like sort of as a women looked at subscriptions and I was like, Oh my God, it's like a ghost town mm-hmm. and all of it is just shorts and it's just people repurposing their TikToks. Yep. And then every now and then there were still like uploads from like Mua's and whatever that I still follow. And I'm like, wow, it's the culture changed. It is kind of a ghost town on YouTube. Yeah. I mean, you still need it to upload long content. Mm-hmm. It's not going anywhere, of course, but it's definitely shifted. Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of TikTok, uh-huh. there is a new remix that I have to shout out. Is it yours? No. Oh. It is not. Oh. It is an icon. A I don't want to say I don't want to say that I have favorites, but Oh. <laughs> wow. Unsub. <laughs> Minos. Oh. Has debuted his TikTok era. Have you seen this? What is this? Oh. Oh, oh, oh. Hold on one second. Let me just plug in my phone so you can hear this. <laughs> Live debut. Look at the photo. Sucking dick and cock. Sucking Oh my god. Time and place. And you did it at my birthday dinner. Not the outro. Dinner. 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 Oh, wow. <laughs> Hang it up, Max Martin. <laughs> you two are really going to be in a slay-off in a second with your remixes. <laughs> I know. I'm over. You Get really ready. are. Just start in. Damn. Nothing's holy in this world. Nothing. That's for sure. Nothing. Who would have thought that Tati's rant about James Charles not promoting her vitamin gummies sister. would go the distance the way it has? She's still uploading on YouTube. She is. Yeah. Yeah. She's part of the cultural conversation now. You just had to be there. You sure did. Well, thank you, Minos, for that remix. I'm sure that will be used for I don't even know what. Anything. Dancing. Just like showing a birthday dinner. Yeah. Like. (laughs) You did it at my birthday dinner. (laughs) This is why TikTok is superior. It really is. So creative. Everybody's so creative. (laughs) Oh, I got to shout her out. Do you know her? Who? She does the videos where she reacts to awful food concoctions, and she always starts off with, everybody's so creative. <laughs> and she goes through making the awful concoction. Oh, I'll send you. you she's yeah, great. I don't know. have the name offhand. I should have. That was just on the fly. Um, also, shout out to a legitimately good song uh, that is making the rounds. And it has been for a few weeks, but I feel like it's hitting a fever pitch right now. In mm-hmm. fact, she herself has tweeted, I think it moved up to number 60 on the Hot 100. It keeps doing leaps and bounds. This is Lizzie McAlpine, Ceilings. Now, the correct way to use this audio is it's a sped up version and you have to be in a dress and it has to be underneath and you do a RuPaul reveal to reveal that you're wearing the dress and you run chaotically and you're very emotional. <laughs> it's basically the the Ceilings challenge. I saw the baseball one. Did you see that oh one baseball God, team? Hot. And I was like, oh, Oh, suddenly. That guy is hot. Home run. (laughs) Yeah. I saw that one. My favorite I posted was the woman with the dachshunds, the the wiener dogs. 
Oh, I haven't seen that one. Oh my God. She's in a wiener outfit and she's dramatically on the beach and all the wiener dogs are trying to bite it off of her. She throws <laughs> it off and runs to the sand. But there's a lot. Because it kind, I believe it started off as a sincere, because it's a dramatic and genuinely great part of the song. Um, and they've turned it into this like wistful Taylor Swift-esque sort of like running and emotional moment. And now it's now it's getting bastardized. Yeah, now there's a comedy to it. Yes. But it is a bop. Oh, yeah. She performed it on uh, Fallon okay. recently, I think, like yes. a week or two ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's also kind of awkward because you get introduced to these songs in sped up versions like 80% of the time and then doesn't sound like the original song. But I guess it's fine. It's what happened with Bloody Mary. Yeah. But yeah, um, shout out for actually, it's it's a great song. It's sort of giving me Olivia Rodrigo driver's license for this year. Yeah, like, I think it it's going to have that same. It's, it's great. We also have a full circle moment <laughs> that we were tagged in a lot. <laughs> you stand Zara Larson. You know, we've gone through every phase of this from like the initial incident, which you've detailed in detail yes, in I a gave recent everyone episode, the history to Zara acknowledging on TikTok, on Twitter. Yep. Kind of starting a war yep. by acknowledging. To a full-blown reenactment, which is the final form. It is the final form. Yes. She, in fact, played the part as a Zara Larson fan by being Ronnie versus... Harry. What? Harry. And so Zara's saying this to Harry. <laughs> yeah. It is very meta. Yes. And then Ronnie responded on Twitter. Oh, right. And was like, this is like the most relevant thing of your career. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's like, changed, by no. the way. I looked into it, and like everyone is still exactly as they were. I feel like they're friends, though. Maybe because I think I saw Harry comment like, "Oh my god, I can't believe we really did this" or something. Yeah, and I think. Oh, maybe I don't know. I would love that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's it's become very self reference, more self referencing than than Drag Race and Scream at this point. <laughs> is the Zara Larson Stan incident? Well, speaking of Scream, oh yeah, because Miss Demi was at the premiere that I was at. Oh, yeah, yes, I watched from far, far away. I did not get to see her, but I watched like Melissa Barrera walk in and uh, Hayden walk in. Richie was in my fucking screening, by the way. I was side eyeing him the whole time. That's that's a character. And you also saw Chili's orders. I saw Dakota drink Dakota. Yeah, and his man. Mm-hmm. They were there being TikTok influencers. I sat in front of- I'm a Dakota stan, by the way. Oh, yes, I know that. The internet eats them up a little bit, but I- Well, they like to go out to eat. Yeah. So- We helped set up their engagement on Watch What Happens Live. I remember that. Iconic. I sat in front of Project Runway's Nina Garcia (gasps) at the screen. A legend. (laughs) You're either in or you're out at the screen. Well- (laughs) Franchise. Well, no many, spoilers, but I'm no spoilers. Sure a couple people, I'm sure, were out. Were out. <laughs> they, they they were out. But very entertaining screening, I will say. I feel like going around the city the past week, I feel like I'm in the screen movie. Yes, because the marketing is everywhere, and I'm like, am I in it? Is this fucking play about <laughs> us? I well, especially because I and I'm not giving it any spoiler. At one point. They pinpoint a location in the Upper West Side. Oh. And Joanne. We were at the Lincoln Square uh, Theater, which isn't really like Upper West at all, but it was still that the camera even moved in that location. It truly was a, is this fucking play about us <laughs> moment where I was like, wait. Wait a minute. Yeah. It was. It's like me unnerving. walking through Central Park. Yeah. Beating she- a bird and I just get knifed. <laughs> <laughs> you could. <laughs> just hear chirp, chirp, chirp. <laughs> <laughs> 
It was the bird all along. I knew it. <laughs> Love it. I'm going to discuss it on Discord and stuff. We'll we'll have a chat. But yeah, had a great time. And yeah, having it be in New York is very um, interesting. Yeah. When you're commuting and some of the places are familiar. Question. On uh-huh. a scale of one to ten, how gory is this? Um, eight, I would say. Like, only thing worse is probably like a hostel or a the Terrifier series. Like, I would say definitely the goriest score yet. Screw screen, yeah. <sighs> okay, do you remember the one scene in Squid Game? Yeah. With the arm? Oh, worse than that. Scream is worse than that? I would say so. <gasps> yeah. Okay, I can't watch it then. I was, because I was going to ask you, like, on the episode to give, like, your yeah. scale of, like, where I could possibly... Um, I would just say it's so much more brutal. I would really say that it's <gasps> How really... How is that legal? <clears throat> horror movies are legal like why can't i can't put remixes legally like online but like people can like record videos like killing each other and that's legal i don't get it i mean let me know if you disagree out there but i i definitely think it is up to the ante every time and you just see a lot don't get me wrong there have been gruesome moments pretty much throughout to certain degrees but i definitely feel like it's just a lot more vicious now and yeah It's you see a lot of things for sure. Wow. I I wouldn't start you off with this one because you shouldn't anyway. But I had been thinking of scenes after I saw six and I was like looking at two again. And in comparison, it's like so tame. You could definitely handle compared to Megan. How is it? M three again. It is definitely um, worse than Megan. Yeah, I would say. Oh geez. Hmm. But a thrill ride. It is probably, it's the most fun I've had in the theater in a very long time. Uh, the way that everyone is like screaming and shrieking and like gasping and laughing is, there's nothing like a scream movie in theaters, I feel like. Because you go with your friends and you're all like trying to figure out who done it. Because ultimately everyone is like a mystery. It's a, it's a lot though. I really want to catch up. You only got five movies to go. I know. Or. I was thinking it could be cute for like a Halloween, like a lead up to Halloween. I don't know if I recommend this, but I'll say it. Like, maybe you could do... There are movie things like Movie in a Minute, where they give you the general outline on YouTube, and you can get the gist of what you need to be prepared for, because... They should edit all movies like how Megan was, where it's like, you know, the implied version. You know (laughs) what I mean? Like, yeah, we get it. I don't need to see all that. I would say nothing is implied here. (laughs) It's very explicit. Oh. That's very much Ghostface's reaction to everything. (laughs) Lots of twists and turns. And a lot of fan service, too. I was very happy with it. But we're definitely getting into... I think the smartest thing about it is it's shifting into a new generation. And, you know, because you can't rely on the same characters forever. I'm kind of at peace with that. I love that Jenna Ortega's involved. Queen. And I really... I finally feel for Melissa Barrera. Like, I I get her now. I I felt nothing for her in Five, as a lot of people (laughs) didn't. She was the, one of the big criticisms of Five was she's like the main girl now in in this in Five, and she was kind of given nothing behind the eyes, but now she was more compelling in Six. And there's definitely a hot shirtless guy, so that's important. An OnlyFans guy. Well, he is. Um, that's a, a neighbor. Yes, but then there's also a. I mean, one of the main hots is Mason Gooding, who is in Five and this one and he's always a pleasure he's like a dumb jock bro i'll look that one up yeah yeah in any case 
Speaking of Demi, I just also want to shout out that song, which has become, Bop. yeah, still alive. It's great. And now I've seen the music video for it. It has like scenes from it. And she's like in a screen movie too. They filmed like fake scenes. I love it. She was also, this is a plot line to scream. <laughs> she left one of these events and was met with Harry from TikTok. Oh. Did you see that? No. I think it was after the screen premiere because she's in like full glam and Harry <laughs> is at the gate and oh, sings Skyscraper sk- to her and she's just her standing face. there looking like poot. <laughs> and it's just like, go off. <laughs> so beautiful. Oh my god! What did you think, Demi? <laughs> the world's most notorious troll on TikTok right now. Jesus, the girls cannot escape him. No, he's singing at everyone's everyone events. Jeez. Well, TikTok kind of can't escape you either, right no. now. No. <laughs> All right, everyone, let's get into it because. This is the most wild um, moment that's happened in a really long time. Yeah. So I wake up the other day, and I'm like post BB Rexa high of like meeting BB. Mm -hmm. And I get a text from you, and it was early. So I wake up, and I'm like, "Uh uh-oh, because I think something's wrong. Usually is, yeah. And it is just a TikTok link (laughs) to Rita Ora (laughs) lip syncing, (laughs) keep on serving cunt. By Countess Luann in her bathroom, mm-hmm. only wearing a towel. Yeah. I don't even have words to explain the thought that went through my head. I, as you said, we have gone from, we're, we're too close to the sun officially. We've, we're in her home. Your face revolving in the bottom right <laughs> corner as she's lip syncing to keep on serving cunts. Wait, shout out to the Discord because they posted like the screenshot of like the little, that little CD or like yeah. vinyl that uh, has my face in it. <laughs> yep. And I never really noticed it until I saw that comment, but like it's literally just my face spinning. Yes, it is. On a Rita Ora TikTok. <sighs> and, uh... Good morning, Rita Ora. <laughs> We're talking about you. It's literally like good morning, Rita Ora. You're lip syncing to me. (laughs) Uh, And it didn't stop there either. Now, this made headlines internationally. (laughs) (laughs) This is what you have brought to the world. And you're welcome. Yes. None other than the most reputable organization in media. Daily Mail posted about this, writing, Rita Ora puts on a racy display as she flashes her bottom and dances in just a towel to an X-rated beat. I hope you keep on serving cunt. <laughs> okay. I... X-rated beat. Thank you, author Summer Goodkind, for... Ooh, a sleigh. Summer Goodkind. That is definitely a fake name. That has to be, right? That has to be. That's like a drag queen name. Summer Goodkind, getting yeah, like, all of the Rita Ora some TikTok are good. exclusives. Yeah. Some are good. Some are good. Some are done. Oh, God. Yeah, so you contributed to this X-rated beat. My new single title. I <laughs> immediately was like, this has to be something in uh, the lore of everything. Well, yes. I don't know how or what or when, but X-rated beat I love X-rated beat. I sent this to someone. I was trying to explain the many layers of it, and I realized how insane I felt yeah. sending it because it's a woman saying, keep on serving cunt. And it was somebody who was very outside of this world, and they were, like, very shook by it. Oh, yeah. Like, 
I was horrified to post this because I'm like, my aunts look at my right. Instagram story. Right. I only after sending it did I realize like, oh no, this is this is layered internet speak, and yeah. this is going to unsettle people. So to explain to anyone who may not know. <laughs> When you tell someone that they're serving Kavant, I'll call it Kavant, uh-huh. which is like the, you know, when you type on TikTok so you don't get like shadow bans. Right. Or holy favak. Yeah. Holy favak. So when you're serving Kavant, it's basically like slay. Yeah. Like it is the <laughs> highest level of serve. Great. So it's a compliment. Yes. yes. Like if someone's like, oh my God, wow, you're serving Kavant. Yeah. Take it as the highest form of. Um, well, unless they call you a Kavant. Right. It may not go over well. You know, there are different contexts. It may be used, but generally, it's... <laughs> it's a compliment. A high, high praise. Yes. Yeah. And she's literally serving Kavan in this, which is even... She took the lyrics literally. Yeah. She did. The look is a sleigh. I mean, she's not really wearing it. Like, it's a towel, but, like, she's yeah. eating. I would say, like, I hope Countess Luann sees this, but... Do we think Countess Luann knows who Rita Ora is? No. Absolutely not. There is no crossover. But I do feel like she probably has seen this. She very well may have. Oh, oh, who's who's this? (laughs) 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 But did you see her actually surfing Kavant with her own video recently, getting out of that car? Luann? Yes. No. No. (laughs) I didn't see the getting out of the car. I saw the videos of her in uh, Chicago doing that. um, I feel like you're going to use this for like I audio. use everything oh my god wait that's Luann yes. she's serving she's literally serving Kavan um, is that on her Instagram? I think you inspire it's her TikTok you're gonna use that for everything now like arriving at the function <laughs> walking into Duncan in the morning yes oh Luann isn't it wild how dreams work? You just came from nothing, and there you are, Rita Ora's bottom on full display. <laughs> <laughs> it's truly, I don't even have words. I really don't. No, there are no, no words for this. We managed to have a BB Rita week in one go. And hot off the press of or tale of your Ava. Ava, I know. Like this the is... trio really, the full moon swept in and was like, The holy here. trio. I know. Where do we even go from here is what I want to know. Anywhere. <laughs> Anywhere away with you. Bop. Bop, bop, bop. Oh, okay. Well, speaking of bops, bops, the story you've all been waiting for. <laughs> Oh my god. Okay. So I was humbly invited as a plus one. <laughs> Just to be very clear, I own my plus one-ness in this occasion. <laughs> Well, they were thrilled to have you. Let's just say that. And so is she. Mm-hmm. Yes, there was a listening party for <laughs> Miss BB Rexa this week. We attended with a lot of music journalists and people in the biz, label, TV, sync people. A lot of reunions, actually. A yeah. lot of people we knew and love. And uh, we listened to some bops and bangers from none other than BB. Well, first it was like a shindig. We like... Met yeah, up. it was super cash. Yep. We, the bar was called The Flower Shop. The Flower Shop. And so cute. When you go downstairs, it's very much like your friend's basement. And it's like throwback vibes. It's very 
Heart Wants What It Wants. Very, that era. Very. Shout out to whoever like booked the space and yes. did all that because it's Appropriate literally. Appropriate theming. I was like, oh my God, I'm in the music video yeah. when I walked in. I mean, a leopard print pool table, if it could be any more BB. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? It was, yeah. So for the first hour, we mingled. And then after an hour. So BB gets on the mic <laughs> and I see we see her in the distance because we were in the back <laughs> yes. a little bit because it was a little tight space. And she goes into the spiel about the first song she's going to play. And she literally goes, this is a bop. This is a gay bop. Yep. For the true Rexars <laughs> and the true fans. She like, gave her spiel that she does everywhere. We, we were gagging. Jaws on the floor. She is exactly the BB you want her to be. She is that girl. Um, Yeah, she played it. Now, we can't give names or play anything right now but oh. we will just say bop I, I, bop the first one that she played uh-huh. sacrifice 2.0 incoming right that's what bop. i thought too i was if like if you Ugh. like sacrifice you will like this one and if you don't like sacrifice you better start you better listening now stop this podcast <laughs> yes. you better press play uh-huh and then i think she was like oh just one more and one more and then we did we ended up getting like four or five i feel like yeah, it was like, th- yeah, three or, four. three or four. Maybe. But yeah, she teased some more, which all sounded great, we will say. And uh, then she got off the mic and just started mingling with everybody. Oh. <laughs> okay, so so me and Evan Ross Katz are like, let's go get a drink, which is at the front of the bar. Yeah. And that's where BB is. So we flutter off to the bar and there's a gay sitting at the bar. And so we go up to the bar and we're like, hey, how's it going (laughs) to this gay? Turns out this is B.B. Rexa's uncle. Family, like blood family. Family. He's like, oh, I'm B.B. Rexa's uncle. And I'm like, wait, like, really? Like, that's your niece? Mm -hmm. Niece Rexa. (laughs) So we're chatting. Mm -hmm. So nice. But I can see that, like, as we're waiting, B.B. is, like, slowly inching Closer and closer and closer and closer. <laughs> we catch eyes and I'm like starting to like freak out internally, but I'm but I'm keeping it cool. And she comes right up to me and she's like, hi, I'm BB and puts her hand out to shake my hand. <sighs> and in my brain, the last two brain cells are like shaking and crying. And I'm like, of course I know you're BB Rexa. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like sacrifice number one most played of 2021. But I don't say this because <laughs> the only words that came out of my mouth were queen of pop (laughs) right to her face so it's her gay uncle me evan ross katz and bb comes up hi i'm bb and i just go queen of pop i'm t kyle (laughs) so embarrassing actually no it wasn't um she She absolutely appreciates that yeah did i lie you didn't lie and she lived for it yeah yes she loved anyone who was giving her that, honestly. Mm-hmm. Our friend Jack was there, and he was dancing wildly in the front. And she brought him up to sit next to her because she was like, yes, your energy. Yeah, you're a true fan. True fan. Yeah. Yes. I love that you had that interaction. And then you got to do a picture with her at the end of the night as well. <gasps> yeah. I mean, I think it was a perfect first interaction for you. Like, Oh, it was everything. You sealed the deal. We're in the family. We're going to the Rexa family Christmas. Like it's well. Kind of... Should we tell everyone? Uh oh. 
more of the details. Should we go the the tea? Oh, what's the tea? <laughs> so her uncle, uh-huh. which I don't know if this is embarrassing. I don't think this is embarrassing, but I was like trying to, I was like, what is Thanksgiving like? I'm like, you guys are all having turkey and your niece is just casually slaying like on the television. Like, I just think it's the coolest thing ever. Like, yeah. I'd be like, oh yeah, that's my niece. Like, mm-hmm. imagine if my brother had a queen of pop daughter right like that's what that is like that's so cool you would be drilling her in rehearsal yeah. like we get these I would fucking be, steps I would be exiled yeah, from the family you would be like, so fast we get it <laughs> <laughs> she's not gonna go electronic she's six all right <laughs> uh, it's just like a trans mix of baby shark <laughs> Hey, um, that's a concept. No, but he, so he's like, wait, he's like, so what do you guys do? And I'm like, oh, we have a podcast. And ironically enough, we jokingly call your niece the mascot of <laughs> uh-huh. our podcast. And yeah. He's like, wait a minute. Actually, one of my friends was telling me about a podcast that he listens to mm-hmm. where they love my niece. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, and so he's like, let me text, let me text and find out. It was us. It was us. <laughs> I was like, oh, it was us. <laughs> So we are in the Rexar radar already. Hi. Literally. Yeah. Confirmed we are in their orbit. Should I tell everyone who followed me? Who followed you? BB's mom. <laughs> Slay! <laughs> she posted my post on her stories. I mean, it's giving we're marrying into the family somehow. Well. Well. Everyone needs a gay sibling. Yep. We talk about flying too close to the sun. We are fully uh, inside the sun. (laughs) (laughs) That was a perfect interaction. I'm obsessed. She's so fucking cool. Like that's the thing, because you know I'm like a socially anxious person. Yes, I. Well, the other half of this is that usually there's a certain fakeness to some of the the pop stars. Right. It's like not really real. It's like a presentation. Yeah. Not with BB. You and you also, you, you never know what you're going to get, especially like late at night when yeah. they've been doing press all day. And mm-hmm. like, no, she was so fucking cool. Not intimidating, warm, welcoming. I love interacting with her. I was also a bit well, shook. What she said to you is <laughs> yeah. fucking iconic. Yeah. she. So I have had my fair share of BB interactions. Um, I first interviewed her about a decade ago for Idolater. She was in her... I can't stop drinking about you era, like dark hair. And then we reunited at some show. We were sitting in the same booth together for a while. And we, she also had followed me like since the first interview and we've like tweeted before to each other, whatever. But I was watching everybody in the crowd and I was more towards the front again. And all of a sudden I see her point at me and she's like excitingly waving and she's like, how you been? And so I was like, oh, it's my time. It's my time to shine. <laughs> You've been summoned. I'm in Star, Get over here. Yeah. So I went up to her and she's like, oh my God, how are you? How's everything? Like, oh my God, I'm still following you and everything. <laughs> and I was like, I'm great. I'm great, BB. I even bet some of you have <laughs> called your best friend iconic. <laughs> this is so cool. We are very close friends. Yes. So we talked for a little bit and I was telling her about how I want to do a feature with her. Not musically, but... I wouldn't say Why no. not. Why not? She's like, yeah, we got to go out to the gay clubs. Like, let's go to a gay bar. And I was telling her about some of the places we could go. And she's like, is it better than LA? And we were like, compare contrasting the gay scene there versus here. It was very entertaining. 
And since we had heard also, I said, oh, our friends at Evita said that you were amazing at Evita and that you were so down for whatever. She was like, oh, I had a great time there. Like we talked about that. You know, I congratulated her on the music and said I was really excited and all that. So it was a lovely catch up with my dear, dear friend, Bibi. And now we're part of the family and we're wow. getting invites to Christmas. Rexar family Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> this song was number one for 50 fucking weeks and I'm not talking about all I want for Christmas is you. <laughs> this turkey was frozen for 50 fucking weeks and you're going to eat it. It's delicious. Wait, her uncle was telling me about how he was there. Do you remember when we talked oh. about her being on the turkey? <laughs> I was like, I was there. I was like, oh my God, iconic. That is Jenny amazing. O, queen of pop. Yes. <laughs> what a perfect experience, to be honest. And yeah, we hung out all the way till she eventually had to go. Yeah, then we went out for dinner. It was a great time. Fabulous time. A night out with BB Rexa. Iconic. She's just that kind of girl. And she does have a new remix out this That's week right. with MK, Love Rhyme MK. Dust, King of Pop. Mm-hmm. Everyone's going to, I'm going to get scalped at the end of the year when you guys, when we have to do our Spotify wrapped. Men. I already checked the like year to date and I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a bop is a bop. But anyway, she has a remix out with MK of My Heart Wants What It Wants. And it's... A vibe. It absolutely is. Yes. I'm excited for all the remixes that are coming out with this song and the songs that we heard. Did you see the new Spotify layout? Not sponsored. I did. What do we think? I don't know that I hate it. I kind of liked it. You know, I don't think there's anything wrong with them trying to appeal to the TikTok algorithm sort of vibe. That's, I don't mind that. I do mind their new incentive program. Oh. Okay, so let's, let's tell everyone what they did. So oh, okay. Spotify just did this thing yeah. where on your release radar, and I think other playlists too, Yeah, but it's definitely on release radar, you can hit play, like explore your release radar, mm-hmm. and it gives you the little visuals, and you can swipe through like TikTok, and you get choruses, and like highlight reel mm-hmm. of all the songs that are on your release radar. And I saw people dragging it on Twitter and I was like, uh oh, don't break what is already good. Yeah. But then I swiped and I was like, oh wait, this was kind of cool. Yeah, I'm not terribly mad about that. No. No. However, I guess you didn't hear about this. I didn't see the incentive. Incentive to what? So they announced a feature that would give artists an algorithmic boost on the playlist if they agree to take a cut in royalties that they get paid for, which is essentially a reverse payola situation. Yeah. Um, The feature is described as an experiment and will affect playlists like artist radio. So the company said artists and labels can identify music that is a priority for them. And our system will add that to signal to the algorithm that determines personalized listening sessions. It will not require any upfront budget. Instead, labels or rights holders agree to be paid a promotional recording royalty rate for streams in personalized listening sessions where we provide the service. So basically, they are offering boosts of the songs in playlists or at more algorithmic visibility in exchange for accepting lower royalties than they're already getting. Hmm. Not a fan of that. No. No, I don't It's like giving that. Twitter blue vibes. Well, that too. Yeah, actually it is. We'll highlight all your tweets. Yeah. Pay us $8 a month. $8 a month, right. And when the conversation has already been how absolutely minimal and minuscule that artists get from 
royalties on Spotify, it's even more like, oh, so you want pennies taken away from the pennies. Yeah. I, it, needless to say, did not go over very well. It's called uh, Discovery Mode. Hmm. And to be fair, it has been making headlines for years, actually. In 2020, there was an article about it. So this has been something experimented on uh, for a while, and now it's finally wide launching to Discovery Mode. So Interesting. It is interesting. Granted, if Paola has already existed in radio form, then this is kind of just keeping it status quo for like the digital world. Not that, that it's a good thing. Much to ponder. Yeah. It's you know, always changing. It is always changing. And there was also a report that like only 25% of what Spotify deemed as like active artists are making above 10K a year in royalties. A year? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. And that's how they, that was like deeming an artist like active, like already has like 100,000 monthly subs or something like that monthly listeners so it's like even less if you consider all artists i don't know it doesn't sound doesn't sound very um appealing to be an artist yeah in this age of streaming you got a tour got a tour it's true yeah nobody's making money on music and that's why tickets are so expensive Mm -hmm. insert taylor ai (laughs) (laughs) oh wait i forgot to add the new one oh yeah there was a new one i yeah this yeah. one didn't sound as much like her, but on no. the first second it did. It did. Yeah. What was it? It's something like, hey, it's Taylor. And if your favorite song is Antihero. Don't come. Don't come. <laughs> something. I'm kind of living for only AI Taylor. That's funny to me. <laughs> I'm like less living for the, the songs we've discussed. They're freaking me out. Yeah. I'm not a fan of it. It's, yeah. It's giving misinformation. Yeah. Yeah. It's giving deep fake. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Anyway. There's also another remix that was making the rounds on (laughs) socials this week. And I just wanted to read a tweet that had me laughing for hours. So the Kids Bop version of Cuff It by Beyonce is out. And everyone was saying, like, wait a minute, this is actually good. They do sometimes go off. (laughs) And there's a tweet from... Renaissance updates, I don't know, some Beyonce account that says, tugged on that disco horse lady's wig a little bit <laughs> and posted the clip and it had like half a million plays. They're not wrong. No. No. They kind of ate this one. They did. Sometimes the kids bops bop. <laughs> must, it, it must be It was called said. Kids Bop. <laughs> there were bops. <laughs> I especially love it when the lyrics are completely changed. That's my favorite. Oh yeah, they always change them. Mm-hmm. I could see Cuffit being like fairly untouched, I think. I can't unhear Nene Leakes singing it. Like it's one of those songs Wait, where no, it's I been can't. memefied. And I'm oh. sure that I've done that to other people where they can't listen to a song now without hearing something that I Wait named. a minute, I'm an idiot. <laughs> like for some reason I was just thinking of the melody of it. This is like a completely unacceptable song for a child to sing. Yeah. <laughs> Most of I'm them I'm in the are. mood to fuck something up tonight. I need yeah. a drink in my <laughs> I don't. I was just like, oh, cough it, cough it. You know. <laughs> now I'm thinking about it. I want to go miss it. I need a prescription. <laughs> Can I sit on top of you? Oh my god! Wait, wait what, what are, are they, they saying? Actual, I don't know. I didn't listen to the whole thing. We need to hear what they're Should actually play. singing. I don't get sued by kids. I'm like, Bob. oh, that's probably a fine song. Kids Bop cuff it lyrics. <laughs> oh my god! I need a soda in my cup. <laughs> wait. wait, I'm in the mood to do it 
all up. <laughs> I want to go missing. I need no suspicion. I want to go higher. Can I sing along with you? <laughs> oh I want to go where nobody's been. Have you ever had fun? Well, I mean, that's like, we gonna glow up tonight. <laughs> Black lights. Spaceships fly. <laughs> Unapologetic when we go out tonight. <laughs> Yeah, this is, um, well, I'm putting that on my playlist for sure. Yeah. You know, they kind of ate it up. They they really did. So glad to hear Farrah Franklin getting work. <laughs> but- <laughs> the only Destiny's Child member to have me blocked on Twitter. Ariana Grande. <laughs> Ariana Grande ate this. Wow. No. Well, in... I was going to say real music news. (laughs) How dare you? Yeah. In actual music news. Uh Well, in... In adult news. Yes. (laughs) Gorgon City's back with a new track. Oh, yeah. Voodoo. Mm -hmm. I want to go see them this year. Yeah. They're fun. Bop. I'm into it. Obsessed. But everyone... I've been saying it, preaching, praying, saying that mm. Trance is coming back mm-hmm. and the new Calvin Harris and Ellie Golding song has finally dropped. And she's Trance. It's so good. Miracle. Calvin and Ellie. Now, here's the thing. Like, there were shades of it in, like, um, Romy's Strong with Fred again mm-hmm. and Fred again is in general. And there were bops that were leaning towards it. But Calvin Harris actually could tilt the industry and shake up the girls and make everyone panic and do trance. So I'm hoping that has that effect. Yeah. He takes things mainstream. Yes. Like obviously trance has never died. Right. No music genre ever really dies. No. And there's always been like hints of trance and techno yeah. in, I mean, everything I promo basically. But this is exactly the like celestial sort of the piano, the drop, the, Transiness of it all. It's just switches right. up. Switches up. Adds in an art. It gives you kind of a cascada beat. And then it gives you like a trance Ian Vandal Castles in the Sky moment. Oh yeah. It is so simple. Yeah. In production. But that's trance. That's trance for you. Yeah. I'm very excited. I want everything to sound like this. They should go electronic. I mean, if everyone would look back look at, at the everything material. I've been saying and praying and preaching and saying and praying. No one else. I'm feeling about this. What? I'm going to go deep for a second. Should I go deep? Oh, go deep. I was having this conversation actually last night with some friends over some chicken tenders. Yep. And not that turning 35 is like, you know, I'm not old. Uh huh. But like this era of trance that I feel like we're going to get for a year. Yeah. I'm very excited. It's I feel like it's like my last hurrah. Oh wow. Of it's not like my last hurrah. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Dear. But like it there's something to it that's like exciting because we grew up on this. Yeah. And now it's like in mainstream. We'll get wet, ready for the 2065 renaissance of trance. Yeah. I don't know that I would characterize it as your last hurrah. <laughs> this is my last hurrah. No, not that's not what I mean. Okay. It's just nice to um, be reintroduced to your favorite music from a time. It's going to be exciting to, as an adult, shake my tits to trance at a venue Mm. in my 30s. Knowing what what you know now. Yeah. Yeah. 
didn't get that moment in my 20s. Yeah. You know? I feel that. I get that. There was a point there. Some there was, Yeah. Like, now you get to live your trance life. Yes. Yeah. Like, being 16 and 17, 18, driving in my car, listening to Just Be by Tiesto, mm-hmm. now I get to shake my tits as an adult to trance in a venue with lights and screens yeah. and a spike seltzer. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's that's where I was going with that. I get that. I mean, I could have done that in my 20s, too. And, like, yesterday. Yeah, but that was more, like, social anxiety. And like... <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I get what you mean. Uh, it does feel very familiar. It feels like home mm-hmm. to feel, to trance. I've always said, like, that vibe is very familiar to me. Yeah. Like, that is the kind of bops I was listening to many years ago. So, we love to hear it. Again, I and I think, uh, we didn't put this on the list, but I think Kim Petras teased a, another Better Off Alone sample. Yeah. That song's doing the rounds, unreleased or not, Lindsay. <laughs> Ahead of her time yes. with that. Yeah. So I do think we'll get some more Alice DJ love. And I think this will only boost the mood, miracle, the trance mood. And Kim in the lyrics is referencing Says Castle, Castle in the, in the sky, sky, which is... It blew my mind. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, it's like going mainstream mm-hmm. in a way that I don't think we've experienced mm. in our youth I agree. You know? We need some Benassi brothers on it. We need... Yeah. There is one tweet that I wanted to shout out from Daniel Cole. Friend of the pod. Yes. Who produces a lot of really fantastic Mm -hmm. events with the drag queens. We love. Yes. Tweeted, the new Calvin Harris and Ellie Golding song sounds like it belongs on one of these albums, and that's the highest compliment to be given. And it is the Ultra Dance 08. (sighs) Those... Like, these were... This says on the sticker, two times CDs with the newest club hits and remixes, including Christina Aguilera, <laughs> The Killers, Tiesto, Natasha Bedingfields, Khalees, Panic. This was a time. Eric Prides. Oh, I'm just excited. Let me have my, right? Let me have my moment, everybody. Let you have this moment. Now that you're... I just want to feel this moment. In your final hurrah. (laughs) I was thinking, and this is not a good way to think. Yeah. But I was thinking, if I had started music production, like, two years earlier. Mm -hmm. But uh, that's fine. Trance will never die. Yeah, no, that's... No. That's a silly way to think. You're right. It is. Because you never know when something's going to pop off. It's true. Mm -hmm. Well, there's some other tracks out... Are this there? week. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you keep on serving cunt. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that Megan Trainer is literally mother right now. <laughs> mother is here, everybody. That is not mother. Who is having that conversation? That is nanny at best. <laughs> So I gotta be real with you guys. <laughs> you look like f-ing clowns. I don't even actually have an issue with her or her Payless shoes bops. It's just not for me. Yeah. I don't love that she's running with mother. I will say though, listening to it, mm-hmm. it's much more of like a mom singing right. to like an actual child. She's versus leaning like, in hard yeah. for that supermarket aisle 
banger. Yeah, yeah. like I could see, you know, Debbie sitting in the car yeah, yeah, singing yeah. this yeah. and being like, I am and your, your mother. mother. You better listen to me. Yeah. Ew, not me knowing the words and the melody already. Oh my God. Right. <laughs> I am your mother. Here comes the Trop House <laughs> remix from T. Kyle. Bum, bum, bum. Oh my God, Rhyme Dust mixed with Mother. <laughs> rhyme Mother. It's. I want a mother where you are. <laughs> what if I mother? <laughs> Mother's in the sky. Mother's in the sky. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> Baby, you're all that I want. <laughs> when you're lying here in your crib. <laughs> mm-mm, mm-mm. Yep, this song's here. Uh, I, I'm just not a fan of the annoying bop. It is objectively catchy. Can't I know? Can't can't lie. It'll be all over TikTok. I'm sure. I just refuse to partake. I am not fun enough, I guess. It's giving baby shark. It is baby shark. Yeah. It's that. It's, you know, I don't believe in the term guilty pleasure because I've never felt guilty about standing any of my faves. But I feel like if you ever did like a Megan Trainer song, that would be the closest to be like guilty pleasure. Like you should feel shame. <laughs> <laughs> well. I, I, well, so, okay. I don't actually care that much. I don't have a strong enough feeling about the matter. I just... You know, the song is not it's, like the oh my, the gay anthem that I thought. I thought she was going to be she's like, gonna try leaning. and yes, girl, yeah. you better slay those house down boots and I'm your mother. Like, no, it's she uses not the term mansplaining. Yeah. I, but I also like uh, my body rejects it. Like I, it made my spirit unsoothed, especially the music video, which prominently features Kris Jenner, which. Well, yeah. I have an opinion for you oh. that you're going to like. Okay. Hot off the clown press of page six saying that the Kardashians are not going to be involved in the Met Gala. Oh, yeah. Allegedly. Uh-huh. Allegedly. And then I saw Kris Jenner in the Mother music video. Yeah. And my first thought that I was going to tweet, but I didn't because I'm trying not to be negative, <laughs> was... The Kardashian era is over, methinks. I think that was a lot my of, tweet that I drafted. I think a lot of people are have been saying that since um, 2020, since TikTok. Get your fucking ass up and work. There's definitely a big conversation around Kylie Jenner, specifically not being able to relate to Gen Z and the entire family not being able to provide that kind of off-the-cuff relatability that TikTok has like they were curated Instagram baddies and now that that's sort of dead in the water yeah the pandemic flipped everything upside exactly. down exactly so they're not catching their footing yeah I would agree I think actually of all of them the one doing it the best is just Kim letting North have fun with her friends and dance yeah because that's she's just doing that but I, I well I'm biased because I'm I, I am not a fan of the Kardashians but I would agree that it's the signs are are there that there's some falling off in yeah. the Kardashian? People are not catching up. They're falling off. <laughs> <laughs> they're falling off with the Kardashians. They're not keeping up. They're falling off. Yeah. They, uh, yeah. I just, I don't, I've said my opinions before. I'm not a, a Kardashian lover. Again, I, I still think this is why they want to ban TikTok. It's all connected. Because of the Kardashians? No, but like, <laughs> what I love about TikTok is it's like humans connecting with humans, very like, naturally and getting their information and sharing reviews and talking about products and you can't 
I mean, you can control that with like the algorithm, mm-hmm. but it's like, yeah, we don't want curated perfection. Like, yes, I love a sleigh. Yeah. We all love a sleigh. Yeah. But DeSesso fam is more of a queen of pop to me than Kris Jenner. A hundred percent. Like if I had the two of them were standing in front of me, <laughs> I would be shaking and crying for DeSesso fam. Yeah. Kris Jenner, I'd be like, okay, sweetie. <laughs> yeah. 100%. You know what I mean? Yes. I'm really happy for Megan. I know that there are potty trainers around the world who are happy for her as well. I don't, I, I'm not enough that I'm like anti, like I'm going to actively be mad about it and like call it out online or anything. No. I'm letting it wash over me <laughs> like a unpleasant spray of a perfume I don't like. <laughs> and what would that be? Um, what do I not like? <laughs> Chloe and Lamar Unbreakable. Chloe and Lamar Unbreakable. <laughs> oh my God, wait. Yeah. I didn't text this to you. Oh no. But I was going to, what we were getting ready for the BB night. Mm-hmm. I was going to text you and be like, this is the Chloe and Lamar Unbreakable kind of a night. <laughs> and I'm like sitting there, I'm like, spritz, spritz. <laughs> and I did wear it. <laughs> So, BB, if you thought I smelled good, I was wearing Chloe and Lamar. I'm sure she loved it. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, it's true. <laughs> it's a special night when you break out the Chloe and Lamar. It is. I'm like, oh, it's going to be one of those nights. <laughs> Put on the good hoodie. Best fucking night of your life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, whatever. So, not that serious. Yeah. That brings us to the big release of the week. Although, did I have anything else I wanted to quickly update people? Oh, there was a P-Now bop, too, that dropped. With Khalid. Yeah. Bop. That is, in fact, a confirmed bop. I also want to shout out um, Sophie and the Giants, who the vocals on the Purple Disco Machine bops, like Hypnotized, uh-huh. um, In the Dark. You know those songs? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, she's got a new one out called uh, DNA. Ooh. It's great. Check that one out. DNA. And then shout out to Florence Welch, Florence and the Machine. They, for the soundtrack of Yellow Jacket Season 2, did a cover of No Doubt's Just a Girl, and they made it sort of a mournful, spooky, ooky version because it's kind of a spooky, ooky show. But yeah, it's like a a slow, dramatic build in classic Florence style. It's cool. Very different. We've been talking about like, for horror movies, what sort of spooky ooky versions of pop hits would be good? Scary. It can truly be anything. So shout out to Florence for for doing that. It's really cool and different. <laughs> Unique. <laughs> Unique. And also a shout out, Roy Shin Murphy is back with a new single called Cool," which I forgot to add on this list, but it is great. And a shout out to remix legend Alan Brax who is putting out a new compilation, including a song with Annie called Never Coming Back. That is a delight. And on that compilation includes his remix of Britney's Anticipating, which (gasps) I don't even know how or why he got the clearance on that to even put out like an official... Wait, it's out? Um, It's coming out. Oh. Mm -hmm. Yes. RuPaul's favorite Britney song. Yes. The the remixes. The Hard to Find. Oh, also, speaking of RuPaul. Yeah. Very much appreciated RuPaul's speaking out this week. Oh, yes. RuPaul mm-hmm. did a TikTok about the drag bands. That's yep. right. Yes. Yes. Well. Mother. 
listen mother, to her mother you know i think it's time that we head on over to uh what's where's your endless summer vacation ideal spot <sighs> endless hmm. yeah endless is a little like everything needs to end yeah i also like different experiences to you yeah know, like if I don't, do i want to be in the woods Forever? in the heat i don't know about no that. because the bugs how about just a summer vacation i'm gonna go with puerto rico oh i want to go back i want to go to that specific el conquistador resort i want to like, sit in that infinity pool I want to live. Calvin and Ellie. We saw them uh, back in the day. Literally. Can they come back and perform in the forest again for us? Yeah. Just a little sunny moment. I really want that. What's so funny about that is, so we went to Puerto Rico yeah. years ago. Influencer trip. Saw Ellie. Paid off. And Calvin. <laughs> we weren't even paid off. Although it was all expenses paid um, flight and, yeah. and put us up in a hotel. Again, I was in my plus one era. You were. <laughs> living. Living, enjoying it. I'm a good plus one. Though. You really are very reliable. I, I do not. I'm like you know. I am the plus one. I'm the extra here. Yeah. Don't make a scene. But I did make a scene in that pool. Yeah, um well. And what's also so funny is Lisa Hochstein from Housewives of Miami. Oh. When you guys would always make fun of me because I was like Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And now Miami is on Peacock, Peacock and it's slaying. Yes. Everyone's saying it's the best of the best right now. Yep. So wow, like Lisa Hochstein, Calvin and Ellie, they're all. Let's Revival. Meet them all in Puerto Rico again. Yeah. So uh yeah, we do have a endless summer vacation to discuss. But since we are running long, we this is a long episode. Yeah. We're gonna move that conversation over to the after show. We're gonna be deep diving. You guys have been begging for a deep dive. <laughs> yeah. We're going yeah, we're into the endless. Diving summer into vacation. Miley's pool while she's out. Yeah. We're breaking into her house, <laughs> climbing on her roof and performing the climb. <laughs> <laughs> And for those of you who are maybe new to the pod, I don't know, we do have an after show after every episode where we talk about things after the show. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, we got bonus episodes and stuff. And for all of that, as well as access to the Discord, you can head on over to patreon.com slash legends only. Should I make my announcement in this episode? What is your announcement? My song. It is an announcement of an announcement. It is an announcement kind of. of an announcement. I'm shaking and crying because by the time this goes up, it's happening. I have a song coming out. Oh my God. My remix era. I'm like not joking. Like I'm being really serious. An actual <laughs> official yeah. remix. Um, My remix era is starting. I have a song coming out on Steve Aoki's label. I'm not joking. You guys, this is not sarcasm. <laughs> like, bop. Bop, 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 bop. Incredible. Why don't you tell everybody what that is? Well, I'll talk, I can talk more about the process next week. Well, yeah. Like the whole deep dive of how it all came to yes. fruition. But tell the, tell the people what, where they should be looking. So I will post the pre save. It is launching on Monday. When you guys hear this episode, the pre save will be available. Mm -hmm. The artist's name is Nitrix. That's N Y T R I X. It is like a progressive, trancey, emotional vibe. It's a heartbreak song. And I gave it the T Kyle flair. I was really like, did. you know what? Your heart may be broken, but you're going to shake your fucking tits. And at the end of it, they're going to be begging you to come back to them. That's the vibe of it. And it's called Traces of You, the T. Kyle remix. She's an artist now. 
You guys are going to see it when you hear this. My artist page is set up. I have been working in the shadows like a little rat <laughs> for the past two and a half, three months. Yes, the Joanne employees were kind enough to set up your artist page. It yeah. is all ready to go. If you'd like to follow that in advance, do that too. That's how you'll get your the remix to pop up in your release radar this Friday as well. Yeah. Very exciting to say the absolute oh. least. Get those streams up, ladies. Oh my God, it's like actually happening. She's, this week has been insane, to say the least. But yeah, this is the icing on the, the cake of the icing and the icing and the icing and the cherries on top of the cherries for everything that has happened this week. Absolutely. Month, year. Well, everybody, let's celebrate T. Kyle's first official remix. New Music Friday. New Music Friday. Next week, it's me. <laughs> Bob. March 17th. Pre-save so now. exciting. Very proud of you. Stream next week. And we will discuss it more next week. Oh, yeah. I'll get into the whole story and like the inspiration behind it and mm-hmm. like all that, you know. How's that for a cliffhanger for the finale <laughs> of this episode? I'm so nervous for people to hear it. Like, I'm, I, yeah. Well, don't be nervous. There are, I think, four or five people that know that this is happening. I have kept it. Completely yeah, that's our whole listener v- numbers. Yeah. <laughs> yes, all the <laughs> listeners know. All four of them. Four There's of the- more than four. Oh, we're very aware of that. Yeah. I mean, if it's bubbling up to BB Rex's uncle. There's more than four. Yeah, I know. I will. I'll. We can have a personal chat about this too because it's very hard for me to even admit that this is happening, but it is anyway. go pre-save it now. Mm-hmm. I don't. I can't talk about it anyway. Okay. Well, we'll have more to say next she- week. I feel like once it's on my Spotify and I can like add it to a playlist, I'm going to freak the fuck out. Yeah. Like when I actually, even though I know it's, it's there. I'll see if I want to add it to mine. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Anyway, if it flops, it's fine. It's first of all, it's not going to flop, but second of all, and third of all, just make sure that you get that pre-save link out. Yeah. Everyone I will. will find it. I have promo planned. I already have like the video. I'm going to promote it like literally the week after you're, it's, you're not going to get enough of it. Um, <laughs> we love it's all happening it's all happening okay well now what's happening is the after show so yes thank you everyone for listening head on over to the after show if you want to hear us deep dive into all of Miley yes oh that sounded the album <laughs> into her river <laughs> yes <laughs> and until next week hit pre-save ladies hit pre-save <laughs> feels so weird saying it like comment subscribe and share pre-save it's so any other instructions uh, no just like I, I don't know well more to come next week yeah and we'll until s- then we will see you soon selling a little or a lot Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.